Good morning, my friends. It is uh, Monday, August the 17th, and uh, I come to you with another Cup of Joe podcast. For those who have never been uh, with this podcast before, my name is Joe Zenk. I do a uh, daily podcast Monday through Friday. I am a lay Catholic, uh, what's called a pastoral leader of three rural Catholic parishes in Keele, New Holstein, and St. Anna, Wisconsin, in the Diocese of Green Bay. And what I do on this podcast is I read the Gospel of the Day, make a few comments on it. Sometimes I make more than others. Thank you for your patience on those days. And, uh, and then we pray one decade of the rosary together, and uh, over the course of a week, go through a full set of mysteries. This week we are on the Luminous Mysteries. So today, the Gospel of the Day is Matthew chapter 19, verses 16 to 22. We have been going through Matthew uh, for quite some time, and we'll continue walking through a very wonderful and famous story today. So let's break that open. Matthew 19, 16 to 22. Let's hear the Word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Teacher... What must I do to gain eternal life? Jesus answered him, Why do you ask me about the good? There is only one who is good. If you wish to enter into life, keep the commandments. He asked him, Which ones? And Jesus replied, You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, All of these I have observed. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this statement, he went away sad, for he had many possessions. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, This is a wonderful story. You know, we call it the rich young ruler. Um, And and it is also uh, in the other synoptics as well. It's in Matthew, or excuse me, Mark and Luke. So two points I think I want to make today. Uh, The first is this. It's that interchange between Jesus and the young ruler where the young ruler says, you know, teach me about the good. Um, he says, what good must I do to gain eternal life? And, uh, and in other ones, uh, the rich young ruler says, good teacher. Uh, and Jesus says, why do you call me good? But the same point, God, Jesus is saying, uh, why do you ask me about the good here? There's only one who is good. Um, and I want to I break that open a little bit. Uh, because... You know, what Jesus is saying here is, is so true and, and so beautiful and, and correct here. I've mentioned before, you know, in Paul's wonderful letter, um, he talks about the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is love, it's joy, it's peace, it's patience, it's kindness, it's goodness, and, and it keeps going on. Um, we know, in other words, that we 
our, well, excuse me, the spirit is present within us, that God's action is flowing through us when these fruits are present. And goodness is one of those. And so what Jesus is doing is, is saying, listen, don't call me good or speak to me about the good. There is only one who is good. And anything that I am doing and that you are doing, that we are doing, that others would characterize good, it is only because the Spirit is acting through us in that manner. We could have used any of the other fruits that I, I just mentioned, love, joy, peace, patience. You know, some people say, whoa, you are just being patient today. I mean, in a sense, we can take on Jesus's word and say, why do you speak to me about patience? There's only one who is patient. Why do you speak to me about uh, kindness? There's only one who is kindness. And, and that idea is because, and, and I, I use it when I, when I have a chance to give reflections often at, uh, at funerals, and that's that idea of life, that there is only one who gives life. And to the extent that, that we live that life, we participate in the life that is God. To the extent that we live that goodness, to the extent that we live that patience, that we live that kindness, it is because we have at some level opened ourselves to participate in the one who is life, in the one who is good, in the one who is patient, in the one who is kind. And so, my friends, when you are complimented in the future, and you and I both will be, about any of these things, and again, this is just that list of nine that, that Paul brought up, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are all really good things. When someone says, you are being so gentle in this situation or compassionate. I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily one of these words. Uh, we, we frame other words around them. I guess in a sense, I don't think we, we come out with the words of Jesus and say, why do you call me gentle? There's only one who is gentle. Um, but, but in a sense, we, we to praise God uh, in that moment, to say at some level, thank you, Lord, that I am participating in your gentleness today. Uh, now, there are plenty of other times, I don't know if you're like me, but there are plenty of other times that I don't. Uh, and so on those moments that we do, we thank God. Because brothers and sisters, as I've mentioned before, our faith walk is all about participation and saying yes to being filled with this spirit of God, that God would work through us. And to the extent that others see that and name that, then we thank God because it means at that moment or in that day, in that hour, we are participating and, uh, and God is working through us in that way. And we are filled with one aspect of the life of God. And, and we say yes and, and thank God for that participation because there is only one who is good. There is only one who is, is life giver. There is only one who is gentle and patient and kind. Uh, and, and we thank God when we can, we can be a part of that. Second thing I want to say, last one actually, is just this interchange uh, of the heart where the, the rich young ruler, again, I, we have no reason to doubt, my friends, his sincerity, that, that what good must I do to, retain a, to, to, to gain eternal life? 
Um, now, the, the thing about the rich young ruler, that last line is so key here. When the young man heard the statement that, that Jesus first challenges him with the commandments, he says, you've heard the commandments, um, and, and, you know, keep them. And, and the rich young ruler says, which ones? And Jesus, of course, you shall not kill, don't commit adultery, don't steal, bear false witness, honor your father and mother, love your neighbor as yourself. He's like, well, I've been doing all these things. And Jesus, I mean, again, I, I like Luke's version. I think it's just Jesus looked at him and loved him. Uh, didn't judge him, loved him. And, and looking in, in love at him, saw his heart and saw what's going on there. And, and it's not like the rich young ruler was doing poor things. He had been keeping these commandments. But the last line here says, when the rich young man heard what Jesus invited him to, to sell what he has, give it to the poor, and he will have treasure in heaven and then come follow Jesus. He went away sad because he had many possessions. That word possessions, he loved to possess. And in one sense, he's asking to possess the kingdom. Good teacher, what must I do to gain eternal life? We could easily put in the word, good teacher, what good must I do to possess eternal life? And, and what Jesus is inviting him to is is this point where where it says what is it that you possess and what is it that possesses us um it's this interchange he has kept the commandments and and he is to be uh he's to be honored and 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 praised i'll, I'll even say for that although i don't mean in the in the sense of of god being praised but he is to be uh, complimented that he has formed his life based on the commandments and you and I my friends may do that too but we can do it externally we can do it where our heart is not um, met we can do it in a way that we still have this other thing that we that that these commandments or this this heart uh, never gives up and in this rich young ruler's uh, matter in, in this case he can keep the commandments yet keep all of his riches and his possessions because they truly are what has his heart and Jesus looking at him loves him according to Luke Jesus looking at him is able to pierce through that and say what is it that owns the heart do the commandments own his heart right now nope he's keeping them externally he's doing a good job but what owns his heart are these possessions and that is what we must get away from him in order that his heart may be open and he may be able to follow me fully. And so, my friends, I guess the question I would ask for you and I, and, and what we can uh, have as moments of introspection today is, what owns our heart? We, like the rich young ruler, could be doing a great job of keeping the commandments. And, and again, you are, and I are to be complimented in that. That is important thing. Those are external actions. And they are actions of love, to love our neighbor as ourselves, to honor our father and mother, to not, not commit adultery is, is an act of love with our spouses, uh, to not kill or not steal are acts of love for our neighbors as well. All these things are good, but what possesses our heart? Because it is that that we need to set aside, because only then can we fully and freely follow our God. 
What is it that our heart is given to? Jesus reminds us in another place we cannot serve two masters. And he's looking here at the rich young ruler and saying, but you're trying to. And it doesn't have to be riches, brothers and sisters. It can be any number of things that when we look in our heart of hearts, the one thing, if, if, if we, and maybe this is an interplay, this is a good way to ponder it today. If Jesus, if you were, if Jesus were to come to you today and he were to, to look into your heart and ask you to give up one thing, what is that one thing you just would really not be able to give up or struggle to give up? Because that may be what Jesus is asking us to give up. Now, he's not asking us to give up our marriage or our children. But to the extent, brothers and sisters, that our marriage or our children uh, may keep us from a full yes to God, we need to, we need to ponder what that means. Because in, in full freedom, uh, we must be able to give ourselves to all, all of those. And in a sense, we give ourselves to God by giving ourselves to our spouses and to our children. There's much more, I think, to be said here, and, and forgive me, I, I, I only scratched the surface, but I think that's enough for today. What is it that owns our heart? Not just our external actions. Those are good, and thank God for those, and we have to participate, but to fully participate in the life of God, in the goodness and patience and kindness and, and life. What is it that owns our heart? I mean, again, we can go back to that language of addiction. What is it? that possesses us that we must lay at the feet of Jesus every day, maybe every hour in order that we can freely follow. Let's pray. If there is someone or something for which you would like to pray today, I invite you to call it to mind at this time, my friends. And we are moving through the luminous mystery, so let us begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as we begin all things. And the first luminous mystery is the baptism of Jesus in the Jordan. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, welcome to another week. May you and I participate in the very life of God uh, and whatever it is that possesses us. May we be willing to lay it at the foot of the cross today. God bless you.